Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Hey listeners, this is Jennifer, host of the Soul Traveler podcast. I have been so eager to release this very special episode because today we did a live quantum healing hypnosis session with Ashley Jackson as my client. Ashley visited three past life scenes. I won't spoil the surprise, but one of them is truly magical. In this live session, we also conducted a body scan for self-healing that was performed by Ashley's subconscious, and she also received the answers to all of her most important life questions. If you love today's episode and want to hear more, then please show us your support by smashing that five-star button and following the show on your podcast platform. Get ready to expand your mind, body, and soul because today we're going on an incredible journey across the quantum realms. We will begin our episode just after I have progressed Ashley into the scene of her past life. A jungle. A jungle and like uh, fern gully <laughs> fairies and fern gully and uh, small people small fairies very interesting sounds like a very beautiful place yeah very magical and it's like avatar very avatarish. As you expand your vision into the fern gully, tell me more about what you see. You said you see little people. Oh, mushrooms. A lot of mushrooms and a lot of the mycelial network. And like a golden thread from all the plants in the world, a plant kingdom where I'm the green goddess of plants. And I'm like the caretaker of all the plants with like fairies. <laughs> they look like Laura. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> like Tinkerbell, but it's like Laura. <laughs> you know, just like mm. these little busy maitre d's of light working on all these plants and how they're connected and then feeding them like little grapes to the humans. Not caught like like through magic dust. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. I want for you mm. as you look around at your surrounding. I want for you to look down at your feet for me. And what's the first thing that you see? Can you mm, see fairy shoes. Fairy shoes. Like uh, like green, like almost like Dorothy, but green sparkly shoes. Like a fairy outfit. Wow. Describe very interesting. What color is your outfit? Green, sparkly, like golden emerald, sparkling green. Everything, even my eyes, my teeth have a sparkling gold diamond on them. And are you carrying Mm. anything with you or are you wearing any jewelry or ornaments? A wand and a wand and a necklace like a golden with a pendant. It's like the hope diamond, but the green emeralds. How does this body feel that you're in? Is, is it a uh, male or female gender? A female, and it's very magical. Like Tinkerbell, but like a wish granter. And do you feel like you're younger or older? Can you feel into how long you've been in this body? I can't tell if I'm younger or older, but I know that I'm not aged, ageless. No age. And what do you do with most of your time? What is it? Make people's dreams come true. How do you do that? (laughs) With my wand. (laughs) 
tell me about the people that live that live in the gully with you is it only fairies or you also mentioned that they're small people are they like elves or gnomes Um, there's a town of gnomes or other people like uh looks not like frozen but kind of like a frozen town uh maybe swiss alps looks like the swiss mm-hmm. alps of a town like a town you would go into and fairies i live with the fairies in the forest and we talk about plants we deliver plants all over mm-hmm. the people do the people know about you are you yeah. widely accepted okay yeah very Thanks. excited definitely like gnomes magical land Mm-hmm. And you said that you make people's dreams come true. So is that the gnomes or they're also humans in this place? Oh, I think we live on top of the world. Mm, so we're working in a different paradigm, living on top of the world. And because we reached down into the people, the human earth, and make people like fairy dust and a wand, like bing, and then their dream comes true. And it's like that literal and you just, someone says, this dream is ready. And it's like baking a pie, kind of. It just goes mm-hmm. ding. So when you say that you make dreams mm-hmm. come true, would that be similar to manifestations that people put out there to receive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should say, I want a puppy. And bing, you get a puppy. Just that easy. That's so beautiful. I would be granting wishes all day, every day. <laughs> It's very joyful and extremely Mm. sparkly. And you said you feel like you're, are you the leader of the fairy, would you say, or? Um, The plant, the plant lady, the plant fairy, the plants, Mm. the leader of the fairies are the plants. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about these plants that that you harvest. You Mm. said that you bring them to the people. Is it? Like for medicine and for healing, and what t- do you know? What type of plants would we have a name for them? Or yeah, mushrooms. I see a lot of mushrooms, and I see the mycelial network underneath the crust of the earth mm. working in harmony with the, the dimension that I live in above the earth, and the communication, like tentacles of information. Mm-hmm that come through the plants from the sun. So part of the energy comes from the sun, goes into the ground and makes something come out that someone eats. And then they have more information about both dimensions. I see. And <laughs> That's so interesting, actually. So cool. <laughs> what? Really amazing. Do you work mostly with mushrooms or what other types of plants do you do you see besides the mushrooms mostly? No, all the plants. Anything mm-hmm. that's green and grows, it can be used for certain purposes. And do humans use these plants in the way that you intend, intend them to? Or are there different benefits and things that have not been discovered? What does that feel like for you? Yeah, they're learning about it through a veil and they're they're learning through a veil. Whatever that means, I don't know. It just looks like a veil that they learn through and they like walk through the veil and then they realize that they're in a different dimension. Wow. That's so, that's so cool. I can see this beautiful place in my mind's eye as well. And is there a hierarchy, would you say? Or tell me a little bit more about the infrastructure of, you know, fairies and your land. Is there a hierarchy or anything like that? Or how are you guys set up as far as a society? Or is there a society? There's a natural law. It says nature's law that all things are subject to beliefs mm-hmm. but it says beliefs like b e e l e a f s wow beliefs <laughs> beliefs everything's subject I love that. to beliefs 
It has something to do with bees and they they transmute mm-hmm. the pollen here. I was so tingly. <laughs> the fairies are so excited. Uh and they the bees, the bees, they mm-hmm. are the pollen transmuters. So they distribute the knowledge from both dimensions here. And then if you eat it, then you can attain where I'm going. Oh, so this is a future life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And talk to me a little bit more about where you live. <laughs> so you mentioned it's a fern, fern gully. Where do you stay or reside? Do you have in a beehive? In a beehive. Oh, wow. Yeah, it looks like a beehive, but it's mm-hmm. so full of bees. It looks like a beehive. They're like yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a pyramid except a beehive, and it's a fairy house. <laughs> I love that. I want to know more about your fairy house. <laughs> Can I go inside your fairy house with you? Yeah, it's like a beaver hut mm-hmm. in the water. <laughs> but in a fairy house, there's sleeping you- hammocks hammock okay you sleep in a hammock and not really sure but like eat mushrooms for sure that's all Mm -hmm. I was going to ask what do you do for food and do you live alone in this fairy house or do you have like a family or anything Uh, like that what does that feel like lots of fairy people so in charge of millions of fairies and all the fairies report to one spot lots of fairies Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of fairies, thousands, millions, billions, jillions, as many flowers as there are fairies. The fairies are the flowers, mm, the flowers. Mm. That's what the fairies are. They're flowers. And that's why the bees take the information from the fairies and distribute it all over the place. That's beautiful. And so you live in this hive with the other fairies or is it like your own personal hive? Mm, it's a place like? to go when you need to recharge. I see. I like for you it's to not really any sleeping start. or anything. It's not really sleeping or anything. No, it's like recharging, mm-hmm. like a battery, kind of, but different. With like a light. I want for you to stay with me because we're going to leave this scene. And we're going to drift and float. We're going to move forward to an important day. Another important day that you consider important when something is happening in the life that we're experiencing. And as we move forward to an important day, and the scene's going to come into focus, I want for you to tell me what is happening What do you see around you? What are your first sights, sounds, impressions? Mm. I'm getting married and it's super, and we're on like a cliff and my dress is so white and it smells like outside, like a river. It smells like a river and... It's super blue outside and there's thousands of people watching standing on the other side of the river and they're singing. Hmm. Mm, that sounds and it's beautiful. so sunny outside and they shoot guns before we get married, before someone says the thing where you say I do and then you get kissed and they shoot guns. <laughs> And it smells like the river and it's cool, like the river feels. Mm. And as you look down, do you feel like you're in a human form or are you still in a fairy yeah, form? Standing, no, this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And very clear. There's a cowboy, it's like Austin, and it's a beautiful wedding dress. And there are lots of people there, and it's so grounded. Feels like grounding. 
How do you feel today? What emotions are running through your body on this day? Excited, nervous? Groundedness and gratefulness and flowingness like the river and really smooth, cool, not like cold, like comforting, cool water smell. How does this body feel? Does it feel younger or older or middle-aged? Uh, it feels relaxed and it feels middle-aged. Mm -hmm. feels like feels middle-aged, feels young, feels uh, uh, timeless, feels mm -hmm. very young, though. As you look around at the people who are there celebrating this beautiful day with you, I'd like for you to notice the clothes that they're wearing. Do these clothes uh, signify any type of era? How do they look? How do they look like they're dressed? Yeah, like in Old West. Mm -hmm. so it's interesting as you're speaking. I can see an Old Western carriage and horses mm -hmm. and like Old Western. Hmm. And I want for you to look at your fiance or your husband, if you've said I do already. Mm -hmm. and tell me what does he look like? As you look at him, you'll, you'll notice him now. Yeah, it looks look like Austin. Like? And the, she has a beard and a cowboy hat, and he's the same height as Austin, looks just like Austin. Just so interesting. Except for. There's, I look like a porcelain doll. He looks like a porcelain doll. Mm. Mm. Like his skin or is glowing or? Like a vintage porcelain dolls. Like mm. we look like porcelain dolls. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about how you look. What color is your hair? Red. Mm -hmm. And is it longer or shorter? It's long. And I have a, not a bonnet, but a lace hat thing. A mm -hmm. bonnet, a lace bonnet. Do you see your family there with you today? Your parents yeah. or your siblings? There's lots of people I know here, old people with mustaches that look like Wild West characters. And, uh, yeah, lots of people I know from the Wild West. Mm -hmm. And as you look into your fiancé's eyes today, do you recognize him on a soul level? Do you feel like he is <laughs> your current spouse? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so interesting. It's It's like melting time together. Because it's showing me all the other times. Maybe you meet someone over and over and then all the timelines merge together somehow. It's, yeah, moving them together by love. Love is transcendent of time and space. Tell me, what do you guys do for your reception today? Tell me all about your reception after you say, mm -hmm. I do. What is that like? We have gun shooting. <laughs> they go <laughs> shooting guns and it's sunny outside and it's warm and there's a fountain, a big water fountain and horses, horse riding and lots of food and telescopes for the sunset and a huge fire a huge fire like burning man and it's during fun. sunset mm. and it's like a ritual of celebrating love and everyone that's there is in love hmm. I love that it sounds so beautiful is there any music that's playing and what kind of music is, is it if there are, are there instruments? Can you see? 
Yeah, live music, like uh, old big stand-up bass and a fiddle and an accordion and this tapping tambourine thing and old time instruments. I don't even know what they're called. Really loud, almost mm. like a festival. <laughs> mm. Mm. Sounds like you have a very big wedding. You yeah. and, or your husband, are you are you somebody that's very well known? You or your husband? Yes. Yeah, so the town is all there because something happened where we helped someone. And so then they all came to celebrate love because the land lost its love. Somehow we got the love of the land back. There's really strong ties to the Native American people and the idea of love and the feeling of wellness in the land. So restoring the love to the land. So everyone came. Yeah. What a beautiful reason to celebrate. I want for you to stay with this timeline. We're going to drift away from your wedding day now. We're just going to leave that scene and move you forward again. Staying with this lifetime. Moving forward to another important day. A day that you consider important when something's happening. And as the scene comes to focus, I want for you to look around and tell me the first sights, sounds, Impressions or images around you? What do you see happening? I see an ocean. I see the water like a mermaid. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a shipwreck. Mm-hmm. Not a shipwreck, but somewhere that there was a shipwreck and a treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, an island, a sand, sand and an island, yeah. It looks like the body might be processing some emotion. How how are you feeling? Do you feel overwhelmed? Were were you on the ship? Are you stranded or? Um, I don't know. Very confused because don't really know, like, uh, disoriented, Mm -hmm. uh, do you know why you're disoriented? Mm, it seems like that ship did wreck. Uh, I'm not sure if I was on it or... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, maybe I was a baby in someone's tummy on it is what it shows me. And then I like died too. And then I didn't even know I died, but I was just disoriented. Okay. So it sounds mm. like... Are you on the other side of that life that could have been? Is yeah, just I'm watching thinking? it and the mm-hmm. beach, just looking at a shipwreck. Mm-hmm. As you look down on that scene, what do you? What else are you feeling? So you feel disoriented. Did did your mother die too, or just did you just yeah. die in the womb? No, she died, and I. Everyone died on the ship. It crashed into something. Definitely seems Titanicish, except for it's tropical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it has this um really royal feeling. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just disoriented. The feeling of being disoriented. She's disoriented. She doesn't know she's dead. So I don't know. I'm dead. So then I'm just chilling, like wondering what's going on. I'd like to explore this realm that you're in on the other side. So it sounds like you're there mm-hmm. with your, your mother and on the other side. Yeah. I would say other people from the ship. Mm-hmm. What is happening? So are they starting to realize what, what happened now and that they're on mm-hmm. the other side? No, they're just kind of chilling. Uh, uh, I would say they're like stuck. I wouldn't, I mean, stuck is not maybe a word, but like waiting. if, you were in goo and you're like frozen in goo, clear goo, but you were not moving because something occurred where someone used 
black magic. Wow. Mm. Someone put a curse on the boat and the black, it's like some kind of a stuck key, sticky curse. And then the boat crashed and then everyone stayed stuck in the jelly of this thing. And that's where that part of me is. It's so interesting. Let's just fast forward a little bit. Tell me what happens. How do you get unstuck? Are you, does somebody come to you on this side? Does someone greet you? Um, That's why it's disorienting because that's where that part of me is. It's a curse, some kind of a generational curse of royalty on a ship. The whole family got a curse. Then I was in the belly of the mom. Then, then the ship crashes. Then we stay in the jelly, and I never got out. I don't. I didn't know. I didn't know. I just still didn't know till right now. I guess. This place that you're at, if you could get out of this, which is, tell me about if you could get out, where where would you go or what would you do if you could? What would that be like? You weren't born. Do you remember? It feels like frozen, like mm-hmm. frozen in jelly. Even me, I'm trying to move my hands because I feel frozen. Uh mm. Let's go back a little bit before you entered the womb. Let's just rewind, just like if we were watching the movie and pushed rewind. Let's go back, back before, a little bit further back, before we entered the womb. And tell me, what do you see happening? Hmm. A curse, a curse on, and they bound your feet and they bound your hands. They bound my feet and they bound my hands because they said I was a witch and I used my powers. So if they would bind my feet and bind my hands, then it'd be easy. And so I came back to a royal family because I thought that it would be easier. And but my curse made the ship crash. And I was suspended in time because they don't want that magic back on the earth. Mm-hmm. And so were you using mm. Ooh, my whole body? <laughs> Can you feel energy coming through your body or what do you feel? Yeah, like, like super energy. Just recognizing that though is when you find a frozen time capsule to acknowledge it releases it. It's the key to the sequence of DNA. And so because of the magic that you were practicing, that brought the curse onto the ship is what you're saying. In the lifetime before mm-hmm. I was practicing white white light magic and mm-hmm. the darkness and the proprietary masculine control said that if they allowed this to be then they would no longer exist and out of fear they bound my hands and feet and put me in concrete I see. and buried me and that's what made me immobile and I thought I could come back to a royal family and then it ran into a concrete something the ship did mm-hmm. Crash wow. concrete barrier. So it sounds like they mm-hmm. really they really wanted to suppress your magic abilities and the white light. Yeah, they just were scared. Who were these people? Or were they energies or people or tell me more about uh, them. the government? Mm-hmm. Not the government. So whoever was in power, mm-hmm. it looked like the government, but it was like a ruler. I understand. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a ruler. And were they, did they have dark energies or dark forces around them? No, they were just scared of their own power. That's all anyone ever is, right? That does something. They're scared of their own power. So then they tried to take other people's 
power away. I see. And so they tried to take your your power away from you. Right. I yeah. want for you to stay with me now. And this time we're just going to move and drift through float through time and space. Just relax as we drift and float. Floating and drifting. Now, whatever has happened has already happened. We can drift away from those seeds and those lifetimes. The people have all continued on their journeys. They'll find peace or whatever they're supposed to find. As we leave them to continue on their journey, we send them love. At this time, I want all of the subconscious mind and personality of Ashley to once again return to the body and fully integrate back into the body. And we will only be speaking to the subconscious at this time. The conscious mind is very busy in the background and will not interfere. Conscious mind can listen if it wants to, but it will not speak or interfere. The subconscious mind of Ashley is free to use her voice and her voice will come through freely through her voice box. May I speak with Ashley's subconscious, please? Yes. Do I have permission to speak to Ashley's subconscious? Yes. I respect the power of the subconscious because I know that you take great care of Ashley's body. You do a very good job at it. I also know that the subconscious has access to the Akashic Records, and you can see everything that has ever happened in this lifetime and any lifetime that her soul has ever lived. So I respect the power of the subconscious, and I always ask permission to speak to you and ask you questions. May I ask you questions today? Yes. Thank you. Now, I know that you could have chosen many different scenes and lifetimes for us to experience today. Why did you pick those specific lifetimes? What was the lesson? What did you want to show her? Show her? Abundance is her right and love is the key to abundance. It's a beautiful message. And what about in the fairy lifetime? What is the main takeaway from revisiting that experience? What would you like her to learn about that? That the product, the product of plant medicine is the power of having billions of dollars quickly. And that the sparkly fairy dust is her words. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you for that information. I know she's really going to appreciate that. You're welcome. I'd, I'd like to invite you at this time, if you can partner with me. And I want to ask you if you can really feel into her body and expand into every cell of her body that she's currently in. I want you to scan from head to toe. And I'd like to ask you what you find as you scan the body, all the cells, the organs, chakras. Is there any either health-related concerns, any trapped emotions, feelings? Is there anything that you're finding in your body scan? It's in the center of her body is anxiety. Okay. Let's zoom in on that anxiety a little bit more. 
When was the first time that that anxiety was felt or entered the body? From the concrete. Okay. So we've been holding that a long time, and that's in the solar plexus, or is it expanded? The solar plexus and the shoulders. Okay. Let's release that for her. Can you clear that and release that from her body? Yes. Okay. I'm going to ask you to do that. Release that anxiety. It's not serving her higher purpose. So let's just let that go from the shoulders and solar plexus. And I'd like, as you do that, release that anxiety. I'd like to ask you to please keep scanning. Keep scanning and let me know what else you're finding in the body. Any discomfort, aches, pains, anything that needs to be released or addressed. No. Okay. And all of the chakras, can you do a quick double check of her chakras? Is anything blocked or any emotions that you're feeling that need to be let go? The root chakra to be fully expanded. Mm -hmm. How can she do that? Can you do that for her today? Can you help to extend that? Okay. Please do so now. And I'm going to ask you some questions that Ashley would like to know. And as I'm asking the questions, if you can also just keep scanning in the background and I'll check back in with you before we conclude the session to see if you find anything else that we can work on. What what would you say is the next step for her in this life that she is currently living right now? What is the next step? They use her fairy dust words to change society's view. Okay. And what is the best platform for her to do that? What's the best tools and resources for her? Podcasting. Okay. And (laughs) yes. (laughs) I love that. What else could she use in addition to podcasting? Is there any other resources that she could use to expand her impact and spread her message? Humor Mm. and other people. Mm -hmm. Other people's network of wellness. Mm. Now, she has big, beautiful goals, which we love big goals. And one of her goals is to become a billionaire. What is the quickest path for her to achieve that? Words. Communication, mm-hmm. allowing her voice to be heard globally. And when you say words, do you see her maybe writing any additional books or anything like that as well in addition to podcasting? Many books. Mm-hmm. Many books. Many books. Of faith. Mm -hmm. Okay. Talk to me about marriage. Is marriage a real thing? Yes. Mm -hmm. Why? Why would you say that? I showed her that lifetime. That lifetime was shown because it's very clear that she can allow herself to have the realization of something that was misconstrued by the humans mm-hmm. and her vibration and idea is accurate and she can proceed a celebration of love is an accurate way to describe what is uh, the right move for someone of her acquiescence in this lifetime. And you did show us that. So thank you for actually bringing that forward. And you know what we're going to do before we do it. So <laughs> I love how you you picked that scene for mm-hmm. us to see mm-hmm. today. Thank you. Very clever. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what can you tell us about 
her um, current partner now, Austin, is that supposed to be her life partner? Yes, and she is showing herself by being an example of the Beatrice B something, whatever the B thing was. Mm-hmm. She's being an example of it. And that's, yes, she is the manifestation of her reality of what she is clear that she deserves. So it's an example for other people to feel well in the bees, bees thing, the bees thing. <laughs> bees thing. I think she'll understand what you mean when she listens to this. <laughs> what does she need to do what does she need to release excuse me what does she need to release to get what she desires fear Hmm. where are you finding the fear in the body where's this fear in her energetic sensory board Mm -hmm. okay let's zoom in on that switchboard Mm-hmm. That when someone calls and says help, then the switchboard goes to fear because of some programming and that needs to be rerouted in order to achieve what she'd like. Okay. I'm going to ask you to help her today by rerouting that, maybe flipping that switch off. We don't need fear. That fear is not serving her highest purpose, is it? No. Okay. Can you do that for her today, please? Yes. I want for you to eliminate any fear from the mind, body, soul. Let's just get rid of that for her. Release it. And I'll check back in on you with that later. Thank you for doing that. I know she's really going to appreciate it. You're welcome. What does she really want? Is love the same thing as freedom? Which one does her heart mm-hmm. truly desire? Fun. She really wants fun and she has fun and love and freedom are very similar in vibration and they always exist on the top of a scale. If there was a scale, there is a scale and at the top is freedom and love and they could be interchangeable depending on your idea of what the actual point of life is which is subjective mm-hmm. <laughs> just true <laughs> it's like an analytical <laughs> it's yes. good though like that's true and it's okay to wonder because the thing is if you don't wonder then you're not curious and curiosity is the curator of the curiosity is the curator of creativity in this lifetime and this paradigm for all the people and so cultivating curiosity is the reason and the example that she will set through the lifetimes and when she is not here anymore this time they will say she cultivated curiosity in the minds like reading rainbow lavar burton with the glasses on i don't know what <laughs> i love but reading curious- rainbow <laughs> She will collapse the rainbow of time, whatever this means, Mm -hmm. creative rainbow of time, space and reality through the idea of love and freedom being so similar and being attainable and achievable in this lifetime for all. Yes. And I love that. She definitely has a platform to do that. And she's not afraid. I I don't sense any fear with what she, she has a message and a purpose. And so when you clear whatever fear is lingering in her switchboard, I know that she's going to achieve great things, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. Where Where do you want her to live? Where's the best place for her to live right now? Wide open spaces, Wyoming, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does she question or doubt that? No, she just likes to have it reconfirmed, which is natural for humans. And she's good at Making mm-hmm. sure that she's in alignment, which is a good example. What can she do to attain ultimate wellness 
And I know that you've cleared a lot from her solar plexus and you'll continue to do that. Well, is there anything that she can do to help support that healing process in her solar plexus as well? Yes, do a mass, a master of mine called Wellness Tools that allows her to connect with other wellness healers and have a place weekly, monthly, or whenever they think it's appropriate to meet with other people on the line. And as they do that, the mycelial network work of wellness mm-hmm. will permeate the globe. I love that. That's beautiful. And I, I can really feel that the energy coming through on that. I know she's going to have an amazing network of wellness healers and that's going to really help her to heal too. Thank you for that information. Um, I think we yeah. kind of answered this um, next question already. But who was she in past lifetimes? Is there any lifetimes maybe that you didn't show us today that are significant that she should be aware of? Royalty and entertainment has garnished all of the lifetimes she's been in, whether she was it or around it or her Mm -hmm. parents were it. And this lifetime looks more like Oprah and Brene Brown have a baby (laughs) (laughs) over overall though is she really doing a good job on this life a path that she's on is she achieving what she came here to achieve would you say yes overachieving is a good example of this in a good way she is the person Mm -hmm. who People look at and wonder what the fuck is going on with my life. Why am I not like her? And the reality is she has been cultivating light for billions Mm -hmm. of lifetimes and it will reflect in her bank account soon. I love that confirmation. If you could leave (laughs) her with any final advice, final direction today, what would you say to her? Only connect with the people that are giving you equal energy exchange and willing to be curious enough to explore all of their facets with Mm -hmm. you. If they're not, don't deal with them ever. And, you know, I actually really like that message in general for, for all of us. I would say that that's applicable to anybody, wouldn't you? Yes, I would say that if you don't learn this, then you will fragment yourself into a place of unwellness. Mm -hmm. What about for humanity? If you could just give us one piece of advice, what would you say to us right now as far as a collective as a whole? They lie to you. Nobody's dying. Nothing is going wrong. It's all perfect divine timing and planning. And in fact, I am laughing in some way. The earth is laughing as she shakes off these Mm -hmm. silly fools. (laughs) Yeah. Lots of programming going on. I would, I would definitely say it's It's important. It's like a giant belly laugh, a belly Mm -hmm. laugh. (laughs) Well, I wanted to check back in with you to see if you have found anything else in the mind, body, organs, anything else that we need to address today? Is there any other concerns that you had as the body scan? Yes, the teeth of the grinding of the jaw and the tension held in the masseter muscle can be released and reprogrammed into grace and ease with an elbow joint of grease. I love that. Can you please offer her some reprieve on that? Can you work on healing that for her as well today, please? Yes. Okay, thank you. So just to reconfirm, we're going to clear out the solar plexus and the shoulders from the previous block that was holding her back from that lifetime. We're going to flip that switch and shut off all fear. We have nothing to fear. And then you're going to give her some reprieve and help heal the, the grinding of the teeth in the jaw area. And I know that she's going to be really connected with you over the next several days, even more than she already is. And so I would like to ask if you can keep, keep healing her and working on these things over the next few days as this gateway is open between you guys. Can you do that for her? Yes. Thank you very much.
Uh, at this time, we're going to ask for the subconscious mind of Ashley to receive back to where you belong with much love and much thanks for all of the help and information that you've given to her today. I know that she is really, really going to appreciate it. I'd like to give you much love and thanks. Thank you for talking with me. And thank you for healing her mind and body and for all of the messages and information today. So after that, she takes me out of the session and we head to a new part of the session, which is the recap. So this is about five to 10 minutes later. Wow. <laughs> what an amazing experience that was, Ashley. Oh my goodness. How do you feel? Um, I, it's so cool because you get to leave your body for a while and that's always really uh, refreshing, right? There's a lot of like, like my body always kind of goes through like a readjustment where all of the like fluids in my body, I start to feel them again. Uh, I love those. <laughs> They're so joyful and I laugh so much because it's so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So you can either choose to be like uncomfortable or I laugh. That's just mm -hmm. how my body processes it. So I it feels really good. Yeah, and I love everything that we got to experience today. So first you dropped in uh, into this incredible fairy life where you got to see this network of how the plants live and you were one with the fairies and you lived in this cool sounding fairy hive and sounded so amazing and incredible. How did that feel for you? Like, it's like you're really, for me, in my own experience with, with regressions, it's like, I'm really there. I feel, see everything to the smallest detail. Like, talk to me about that. What was that like for you? A very fun, because I think that I love the idea that I lived there or could live there or do live there on another dimension anyway. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. for my subconscious to show me that, yes, you do. And absolutely, you function in a magical world and a realm of plants and fairy dust. And that's your words. And it's like physical translation in this life, like my red nails and just mm -hmm. everything is a representation of that lifetime kind of. And it's mm -hmm. kind of, I think they're all happening simultaneously in a parallel way. Really. Absolutely. Well, and that is, I love that you mentioned that because through my work as a practitioner, that is 100% what I have come to find is that you know, time is quantum, right? And hence, you know, the work I do, quantum healing hypnosis. And what we mean by quantum is time is happening simultaneously, all at once, past, present, future, realms. It's all happening at the same time it's a really kind of it's kind of hard it's like mind candy you know when we try to wrap our, our human mind around that concept but that's that would align absolutely with what i have come to find out through my sessions yeah and i the other lifetimes i experienced right so or whatever experiences that i was having it's still all happening simultaneously and i can feel it even right mm -hmm. now i'm like hmm and every single word is a fairy dust of whatever I'm creating. That's why I'm so obsessed with what people consume and what I consume yeah. like from the media or things because it's it changes your alternate reality. Yes, we were talking. I was talking about that with a guest just yesterday about about the media and how powerful it is, and we have to be very conscious of what we are consuming. It's very important. Yeah, I like to think of that box uh they call it tv we call tv as like a hypnosis box you know we sit down we plop down in front of it and we're just so mindless and it's we're just absorbing all these images and sights and thoughts and it, it's really important that we're conscious of that yeah, i agree with that yeah really intense almost because it's so urgent for people to understand that and so many people aren't feeling well because of the box hypnosis yeah, the hypnosis box. <laughs> this is true. And so when we transitioned into the next life, I'd like to say for our listeners uh, today is sometimes in sessions, it's common that exactly what Ashley experienced, we call it leapfrog, where not everybody stays with the same timeline. Some Your subconscious is always in charge. Uh, it's always guiding and directing you to see exactly what is meant for you and what you are meant to know and see and experience at this time 
that we're doing the session. So her subconscious brought forward first the beautiful, incredible fairy realm. And then your next life was to show you that actually answered your, one of your questions that you had about the show you getting married and this beautiful wedding. It sounded like it was a wide open space, which you got confirmation. You're supposed to live in a wide open space. How, what emotions were you, were you feeling during, during that scene? Relief. Mm. <laughs> Relief. Because if you wonder and wonder and wonder about something, Mm-hmm. Then when you have real confirmation that you actually know that you had inside of you and someone's holding that space, there's intense relief. Yeah. And so relief and like gratitude and wellness and love mm-hmm. and the feeling of triumph for sure. Yeah. And it's so beautiful because the answers are inside you. Like here you are with your conscious mind spinning and, and questioning and analyzing the whole time the answer's inside you and you've already experienced that or you know, lived it or are living it now to our point about time being quantum. So I love that your subconscious yeah, I rem- took you I there. remember my subconscious saying uh, mm-hmm. she loves to get the proof because that's the, she's being a good example for other people too, because they wonder. So if I don't wonder naturally, mm-hmm. naturally I'm curious and I need to know and that makes other people get their answer too. Yeah. We call it like window coaching, like side window coaching when you listen mm-hmm. to something and you get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you had this interesting experience where you weren't born and yeah. you were in this realm stuck in like this goo, as you referred it, which is very, I'm, I'm still kind of like wrapping my mind around that. <laughs> And so, and then we went, we kind of rewound a little bit to see how you got there and what you did before you were a baby in your in your mother's stomach and so you were bound you said that you your hands and feet were bound because you were using white magic and the whoever the ruler was at that time they were consumed or they were using black magic or scared and they wanted to stop your white magic and so they put you in concrete and that ended up being the root cause when we zoomed in to your solar plexus from that lifetime, that was the root cause of your solar plexus issues or whatever's going on with your solar plexus. It was very interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting because, um, and then I thought I could come back through royalty. I remember mm-hmm. I said it like twice because I was like, what? Like, so what happens? And just for your listeners, and as a, if you're listening to this, so, I get, when you transition from one lifetime to the other ones, I get massive, someone else would call it anxiety. I mean, it's like this excitement and my brain starts to go like, what if you don't see anything? What if nothing comes up? What if you don't know anything? Like what is going on? Cause it doesn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's totally natural to feel that way in between and in the middle of the session and to have like these kind of like emotional outbursts. So people that are listening to this or watching it totally natural and normal to have nothing like you've ever had happen before go on in these just FYI. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the key as an experienced practitioner, the key is to just surrender because yeah. what you just described it there is a little bit of the conscious mind, like, Oh my God, what's going to happen? What's going to, that, that's like Mr. Ninja, or it's like that monkey mind that is kind of the programming that's running in the background. But if we can push that aside and just uh, surrender, everything's going to come through fast fast, fast, the images, sights, sounds, scenes, feelings. A lot of people feel, I'm a, I feel a lot, like I feel like this is happening. I feel like that is happening. Some people see images. For you, Ashley, in your session today, would you say, are you more of a visual or are you more, do you feel into the scene? What is that process like for you when you regress or do hypnosis? Uh, I see a lot of things. I hear things. I felt a few different things. I had a really intense feeling about royalty or something today where my whole Mm -hmm. body was, once I had actualized that curse, my whole body like lit up. It was very interesting. That's kind of, un. that's, that's rare in a hypnosis session. Usually more visual, I would say. Uh, Mm -hmm. You said something earlier that I was going to say something about. Let's see, what was it? Hold on, I'll remember. Um, yeah, we're talking about like the conscious mind and the kind of oh, the death. Side it's death. It, mm-hmm. it, it, similar to every time you do plant medicine, 
gut medicine actually poses that question to you within the first however long you take it. So some work faster than others. Some mm-hmm. are more instantaneous, like DMT is within the minute. Um, mushrooms yeah. is probably within the hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but you're faced with the question of wake up or die. Do you, you are you willing to surrender and die to all the beliefs that you have right now in order to attain something new? And mm-hmm. I would call that the ultimate form of sacrifice. And the only form of sacrifice that's actually logical is giving up your old bullshit that you think is great for something that's better. Yes. And that's really, that's so true. I am haven't had the chance to try plant medicine is on my list. I've been analyzing and researching. So yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking I about it. I definitely offer that kind of an opportunity if you're interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. I am interested. I really am. And right, well, we'll play with that. <laughs> yeah. Let's play with that. Well, before we wrap up, so final thoughts on bringing your subconscious forward and that can, your subconscious very powerful can forward very easily and, you know, we allowed it to speak and use your voice box. You got, I love, that's one of my favorite parts of a session. It, I struggle. I don't know what, what I like the most, if it's a past life regression or my clients getting the definitive answers of the most important life questions for them. Uh, all of the, and as you listen back to the recording, you might have remember more. What advice or what do you recall that your subconscious said that was really impactful for you today? interesting because that's the part I remember the least because that's when Mm -hmm. you're under so far. Yeah. Uh, And that's when you really take a deep breath and you actually surrender. So up Mm -hmm. until then, there's like a semi-consciousness because you have to allow yourself to actualize that you're moving to get where you're going. And then that one, you're like done. So I think the most powerful thing that I remember clearly that I had the biggest question about, obviously, is marriage. Is it real? Yeah. But that love and freedom are... the same parallel and it's subjective to Mm -hmm. someone who was viewing it. That's really strong. Uh, There was a lot of really powerful things that I had questions about that it was very clear about. Mm -hmm. It speaks very matter of factly. It does. The subconscious always does. Uh, And and that's what did you, what did you get? Like, what were you like? Oh, that's so. I love that. It just was very solid on your responses about marriage. It was, there was no questioning was, you know, it told you exactly where you're supposed to be. It gave you 100% you know, advice on every question you had. It was very like, yes, 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 she's doing this. It was reconfirming that you're already on the right path and that you're, you're achieving your purpose. It calls you an overachiever. Your subconscious said you're an overachiever. <laughs> yeah, she's and an, it said it was she's good. Like she's the greatest <laughs> Yeah. yeah, because she is mm-hmm. an example of someone who is like, mm-hmm. and it's like, what the fuck is going on? I think she's that said like, yes, that's who, that's her gift in this life. Like, it's her power in this lifetime is to be this person. Yeah, which is okay. good confirmation if you are if people are calling you like overachiever. <laughs> it is. It's coming from your higher self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. I think it's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. It is definitely. I I think so. Absolutely. And I hope that you enjoyed this session today as much as I did. And our listeners, I think it's it's time to wrap this one up. It's been beautiful, fun, amazing. And I'm sure it's something that you're never going to forget. Right. I'm so grateful. And what I would tell anyone who's listening to this is get a session with Jennifer, because here's the story. You don't know what you don't know until you realize you didn't know. And that's where if you have questions and you want to know, let your own subconscious tell you, don't go to a counselor, don't go to therapy, don't go to someone else expecting them to give you an answer. Have a session with Jennifer and let your own answer come through. And I really appreciate you highlighting that, Ashley, because that's one of the things I love about this modality of healing and why I chose it above you know, anything else. And I would never talk bad about, you know, anything else. Everybody chooses what aligns for them at the moment. But what aligns for me the most with this is that you're seeking the answers inwardly. You are trusting in yourself to reveal to you your greater purpose and, you know, to answer those questions for you. And to me, that is 100% confirmation. It's nothing. I'm not giving you the answers as the practitioner. It's not coming from any other third-party source. So, And I would like to say if anyone listening to this is interested in finding out more, 
we're booking a session with me, you can visit my website. You can go sightseeing at thesoulexperiences.com. And experiences is plural with an S at the end. And we'll include it in the show notes. Well, Ashley, again, thank you for joining. It's been lovely chatting with you as always. And I can't wait to hop on and do a session with you next. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited. We will get to that very soon. And thanks for everyone for watching. Yes, thank you. This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience, quantum healing hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum healing hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.